on the eighth day of Christmas. 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 to me. Eight herbs geeking, Welcome to Namely 90s, the podcast that takes you back to the time before smartphones, Google, and Y2K. Join your hosts as they relive the pop culture that shaped a generation and the parts that many people wish they could forget. Listen in to the conversation about how the decade defined those who spent their childhood there and how it shaped them as adults. So, turn down the grunge and dial up the internet. Let's get started. It's time for Namely 90s. That's right. You're listening to Namely 90s. My name's Andrew. Over there is Brandon. That's me. As usual, you can find us online at Namely90s.com or on Twitter and Instagram at Namely90s with a 90s. Computer, can I record it? You can also find this show on YouTube at Namely90s.com slash YouTube. And finally, if you'd like to support the show, head on over to Patreon.com slash Namely90s, also with a 90s, to sign up for one of our support levels. We'd sure appreciate it. Uh, well, here we are again. Yes. The eighth day of day our... eight. Our 12... Days of Christmas specials, annual special of specials. <laughs> Especially special, special, special. <laughs> They're the specialist. And as usual, we welcome another fantastic guest, which I will let who whom I will let Brandon introduce. Still, still weird that we, we tossed off of me. For I think it's off. because you know them and I don't know. <laughs> no offense. Brandon <laughs> does all the booking, so. <laughs> Yes, I, I I double as producer. Um, so welcome. Uh, we have a very special '90s friend guest today. Yes, uh, we have Shalina from Everything '90s. Hello, hello, welcome. everyone. Welcome. Yes, welcome. Um, Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. Absolutely. Um, your tagline is "Everything '90s: Nostalgic Trips Down Memory Lane." Yes. Uh, um, so, uh, can you tell us a little bit about your nineties podcast? Sure. So, um, hi everyone. Um, uh, I'm Shalina, the creator of everything nineties podcast. I created the podcast almost a year ago. Um, and the purpose was to unite and connect with fellow nineties kids or people that grew up in the nineties, um, our lovers of the decade. And Every episode that I put out um, has to do with like a 90s movie or music, games, stuff like that. And I just released my 35th episode um, where I talk about Sister Act 1 and 2. That's that's awesome. Um, Yeah, very cool. Number two is back in the habit. If yes. I remember correctly. (laughs) That joke works for me. I don't know why it works so well, but it does. (laughs) The 90s is a time of great puns. Yeah, and true. So for, is it every episode you bring on guests, uh, like either friends or other podcasts that, that um, yes. are um, knowledgeable, uh, on par with you for uh, um, yeah. th- these subjects? Yeah. So first I started off with just inviting friends. Mm-hmm. And then along the way, I made friends on IG and then invited invited them on so yeah (laughs) so she invites people that are knowledgeable about the 90s which means i'm not eligible (laughs) to be a guest on the show because i I know nothing somehow despite growing up in the 90s i remember like four movies and three tv shows that i watched (laughs) oh yeah they they don't necessarily have to be like knowledgeable just oh perfect yeah (laughs) (laughs) if you experience the 90s then you you're qualified. You're you're good. And if not, you can listen to her podcast and then maybe come back to ours with some information. <laughs> yeah, maybe there'll be actual facts uh, on her podcast. <laughs> now Brandon does pretty good. I, I don't do well. I, I'm I have to remember for the both of us. Um, but yeah, I so um, actually I listened to one of your more recent episodes for uh, about the Power Rangers. Oh um, yeah, that's a popular one. 
Uh, well, so you were you were on the Snescapades um, 200 oh, yeah. review episode, were you not? Yes, and you guys were too. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. So um, I, I heard Link talking about it as well um, when when you guys were talking on on their episode. I just wanted to make I just wanted to put my nerd glasses on and oh, uh, make, boy, make a go. make a fact correction. Um, the fourth oh. season of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, uh, also known as Mighty Morphin Power Rangers 2010 or Reversion, didn't air on Jetix like uh, like was it Shade that was on? Um, said it, it was prime prime, prime that's what it was Lindy. yes yeah it was prime uh jetx was discontinued in 2009 um it actually aired on the abc kids programming block here in america uh, i just i just felt very <laughs> thank you for that segue though because i was gonna say obviously <laughs> we have overlapping experiences because many of the things from the 90s were sort of international but i I assume being canadian kind of changes a little bit about the 90s because there was probably different tv and things available at different times Uh, do you you find that to be the case um not really really (laughs) because we're we're both in north america sure yeah just different stations like the name of stations names okay yeah sure yeah we pretty much had the same uh tv shows you had some cool stuff on us too like um was it Space cadets or space kids? What the one that um, Andrew and I talked about it uh, f- uh, like a month or two ago that had like Jules Saiti uh, Saiti from Firefly and uh, Stargate Atlantis. She was um, she was on she was on some kids like kids show where they would like they brought it to Nickelodeon eventually, but it's like there's there's a time delay and I can't remember what it was called. I wasn't. So I'm prepared to talk about this. Okay. Um, well, then maybe don't. I'm okay. just kidding. <laughs> uh, it's it's going to bug me. Um, uh, but it was sure. like space cadets or space cases or I don't know. Cyberspace? Is it cartoon? No, it was a live action oh. like sci-fi hmm. um, kid show. Hmm. That, obviously wildly popular considering that no one here can remember what it was it's it, i mean it was so out there um it was space cases yes 1996 oh, um so when do your episodes come out and how often i usually put out two episodes per month nice um yeah october just one because i kind of got busy with school mm. so yeah that that brings us back to that same conversation. I think we've had multiple times, which is apparently bi-weekly either means twice a week or every other week, which seems kind of confusing, but uh, we could say bi-weekly, I guess generally. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I can't explain that. There, so last year when we did the Christmas specials, we had on a show that focused on the eighties and nineties from, from, the UK and um, they asked, they were like, so you're about our age, roughly give or take a few years. And they were like maybe 10 years older than us. But so, um, and they asked us why, why the nineties? Cause mm-hmm. that was, that was our formative years. But for them, it was like their teenage years. That was their heyday. Um, what, yeah. Like they remember the entire nineties. We only yeah. remember like 93 through 99 because we were not old enough. At yes. the beginning. Yeah. Uh, what what made you pick the decade to focus on? I think just the nostalgia and just being a 90s kid. Um, as you're say, saying, like, my my best memories are in the 90s. <laughs> Is that sad? I I've mean, no. almost Child, 30 childhood. years. And only- I mean, there's an idealism, <laughs> I think, because it's before one has to worry about any real True. responsibilities. But, like... The other thing about the 90s is they feel more distinctly like a decade. Like you say the 90s and people have a vision in their mind of what that is. But yeah. the 2000s, I mean, I just don't think it's as strong of a, it doesn't evoke such a strong idea of what that means. It just means, right. you know, like certain pop culture items, but it's not, it's not a big, um, it's not an era that you would look back and go, oh yeah, the 2000s. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> it, it, it was like a definitive. Yes time although mm-hmm. the show that we're watching today um started in 1989 which is the year i was born uh so technically bled into the 90s 
And uh, a random fact that I found uh, is that it's of all the shows in the nineties that bled over into the, or of the eighties that bled into the nineties, it was the longest running of all of them. Uh, But we're talking about family matters today. Um, Specifically the episode uh, season four, episode 10 or 12. It's beginning to look a lot like Urkel, but um, what's everyone's memories of family matters? Um, Um, Go ahead. First. Okay. Um, So I actually don't have a lot of memories about family matters. I didn't, watch it a lot as a kid uh it's funny because i did an episode on family matters but i had my friend who was a huge fan of the show come on and like fill in the gaps for me he was very uh, passionate about family matters. that's a little problematic i don't know I, I, well it, it, he no he was pointing out the the kind of problems in the, the oh Steve yeah Laura relationship um, yeah yeah, a yeah. great episode. More if to come on that. Yeah, if you're <laughs> if you're listening to um, this for the Family Matters, you should check out the Everything '90s episode of Family Matters, which was a part of your kind of mini series, mini focus on Black '90s sitcoms that yes. you did earlier this year. Yes, yes, yeah. So, um, yeah, I didn't have much. I don't before that episode. My memory of the show was very kind of non-existent like i know urkel like the Mm. classic urkel the the urkel dance you know uh the doll (laughs) um and then after that episode i went and bought season two and started watching it currently and i love it it it's one of the like for me it was the the original show on tgif which is yeah the the abc programming block that it aired on that was like this was what you watch on friday night if you were a family um it it was the 8 p.m slot and um it's like that's i remember that i want to say full house was somewhere in there i don't know if it was on at the same time or same tgif block but i remember family matters i remember step by step i remember like anything that had that sort of that same mm-hmm. intro where everyone turns to the camera and <laughs> you yeah. have the, the, the cheesy song, but like, <laughs> that sounds the same across every like, sitcom of that era. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I'm like, is this a step-by-step song or is it as an aside? If TGI Fridays existed back then, <laughs> why would they not have sponsored TGIF? Yeah. Just saying, <laughs> or uh, even vice versa. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's, we watched it every every week i guess because we we did watch tjf on on abc and uh like i don't know the show itself i you know i remember it but i just the the theme song is very nostalgic like i remember that mm-hmm. as if it were yesterday the, weirdly enough yeah days go days yeah. go by mm-hmm. yeah. days go, go by. yeah like i feel somehow i felt like no time had passed when i started watching it i was like wow this this it did like, bring it's about, very familiar, you know. Yeah. Uh, also, um, if you were a cartoon fan in the '90s of like not Nicktoons but the off-brand stuff that you could find on USA, <laughs> um, Julia White was who played Steve Urkel was the voice of Sonic in the cartoons in the '90s. Oh, snap! Yeah, um, I know that. There's there's two cartoons that aired at the same time. Um, his is the good one. Um, so this is an important <laughs> question. Is yes. there is the channel USA in Canada? No, I want to say no. No, <laughs> just no. We don't, we don't have um, Nickelodeon either. We have oh. YTV. Oh right. Which which shows Nickelodeon shows on it right. plus like our own Canadian shows. Um, but if you had or have satellite, um, you could get the American channels oh. like Did Disney you? Channel and Nickelodeon. Ah, uh, yes, that's one of my favorite rants to go on. The company Direct TV, like it's literally indirect TV because they take the TV and they send it to Direct TV and then they beam it off a satellite to your house. How could that be any <laughs> less direct? I'm just saying. <laughs> to, to, to be fair, they don't have two T's. It's just either Direct V or Direct. direct. From now on, I'm calling it Direct V <laughs> from now until forever. <laughs> uh, 
which is my my satellite provider um so for those of you that don't know listening out there family matters is an american television sitcom that originated on abc from september of 89 to may of 1997 before hopping one final year to cbs uh for their like they stole all the tgif shows that um abc didn't want it cbs which stands for can't be serious uh, <laughs> it's it's the channel the old people watch um and andrew for some reason ncis season 19 with the guy from office space and it is a spin-off of perfect strangers which um and which i never knew as a kid i just figured it was a spin-off from die hard uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's got uh, oh gosh, his name ex- escapes me every time. It's got the guy from Car- Die Hard, and he was a cop. Carl. Yeah, Carl. Carl, Carl, Carl Winslow's uh, the actor's real name. You you knew it on your oh, on your oh, podcast, Reginald Reginald no, Vel, yes. Vel Johnson, right? Reginald like Vel Johnson. Yep. Yeah, yeah, he was a cop in Die Hard. So even though it was a different city, I feel like oh yes. Uh, so he got uh, transferred. <laughs> um. Family Matters takes place in Chicago, Illinois. Um, it revolves around the Winslow family, whereas Die Hard was in LA. Um, oh, was I, LA. Didn't know, I didn't know that as a kid. Um, and midway through the first season, Steve Urkel is introduced as uh, their next door neighbor, um, and he became such a fan hit that the, he eventually took over the show. Um, yeah, which kind of because like they were building like an ensemble cast. If you look at it, um, the they had the main Winslow family, and then I think uh, Carl's mom moved in with them, and there was the aunt. Yes, the aunt with their annoy her annoying son that like the, the young kid in every sitcom that has to be like I get a one liner every episode. Uh. <laughs> Oh boy. <laughs> um I what was his name? Uh, Richie. Anyway. Was it Richie. Richie. Yes, yes. Okay. Um did did he make an appearance in this episode? I don't remember. I don't remember that. No. He, he did. He did. Yeah. Yes. Well, they, I mean, I guess the whole family was singing around the tree at the end, but I in the be- oh yes, cuz uh, in the beginning he says uh, he calls Steve Uncle Steve for some reason. Oh, yeah. that's right. Which raised that, a lot I can of questions e- i could explain that oh really please so do i was confused it, it's common like in i can't make a blanket statement of all black families but in a lot of black families especially caribbean you the kids call older people like aunt or uncle even if they're not their aunt or uncle okay. uncle like bloodline so it's like a sign of respect gotcha because that's yeah, that's same same in um like polynesian uh uh pacific islander culture too okay yeah um i i've actually seen it uh in other areas like when i my uh, family that grew up on a farm like the guy that owned the farm or like worked with her with their dad became uncle even though there was no relation it's kind of interesting yeah uh my mom's best friend who lives in hawaii is on both my auntie and my aunt well not actual aunt but yeah (laughs) But okay, that's I. I was assuming it was something like that, but it's it's good to have confirmation. Um, Because I was like, is Steve somehow related to this family and then hitting on Laura for nine seasons? Uh, Any 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 other broad uh, remembrances of Family Matters or or uh, experiences with Family Matters before we jump into the episode? Everyone I think it was good. a wholesome family show from the nineties. Yeah. I mean, what can you say really bad? That's bad about it. Well, some things we'll, we'll get into that. Later, <laughs> we'll get but into it. For its time, it was a pretty oh, wholesome yeah. show. It, yeah, it was definitely, I mean, we were all kids or when I was a kid when I watched it. So it was, it, it, it felt good. It was a feel good show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the nerd becomes the, the hero at some point. Um, which is unfortunate uh, that it's beginning to look a lot like Urkel. Um, this is the season four Christmas uh, episode um, where, yeah. So my first note is uh, Urkel really has stolen the show at this point. <laughs> it's true. 
Uh, I think the the opener is the the Winslow family's uh, decking a tree, and Steve barges in with a something he calls a turbo flocker, which is uh, it looked like a snowblower that uh, blew or a leaf blower that blew fake snow uh, into onto a tree. Um, of course, his shenanigans uh, leads to the entire room and everyone being covered in fake snow. Well, during the whole lead up to that, I was like, mm-hmm. even even if you weren't familiar with Family Matters, <laughs> you knew where it was going. And it was like here, like later on, I have to talk about this now just because it's part of the same thing. Later on, she brings like this intricate, elaborate, like ginormous um uh gingerbread house out and i'm like uh, hmm i wonder where this is going yeah. <laughs> and even if it you didn't took, watch the show you would still think that i feel like it took me two days to build this uh <laughs> monolith to, it's like ornate you know it's yeah. got like <laughs> um and of course he did the classic did i do that um line i mm-hmm. i used to love saying that when i was a kid um much to the chagrin of my parents i assume uh yeah so um then that that was the teaser it goes into the the intro which we talked about i uh, i love i love those those classic 90s themes yeah but, anytime uh, they like they're like doing something and their name pops up at the bottom and they like look at the camera <laughs> that's always the best for sitcoms yes. for other things it's dumb <laughs> like action movies no there's like a a TikTok trend, or was it your TikTok trend of of the Full House song uh, theme song, and then people would make videos like with their name popping up and then looking into the that's screen. awesome. I would have jumped on that had I been on TikTok. <laughs> uh, it, like who just who doesn't just love like a video where people are just constantly turning to the camera, with their, <laughs> smiling with the, their name showing up under it. It's, it's good, but the best is when someone's like writing on a clipboard and they look up you know that's why it's one of my favorites I, I, I like to like studying a photo or a painting and then they notice the cameras there and then gives like a head <laughs> head nod and a smile I feel like some of them had like a guy like for some reason there was some sort of box there and he like put his foot up on it and like put his elbow on his knee or his arm on his knee and like I, I feel like that, that does the thinker yeah <laughs> yeah uh, exactly <laughs> Um uh so let's see we we talked about the next next scene already where the she um well, I have a question. Yes. I can't remember when Steve Urkel comes on on screen is there always like a real big reaction from the studio audience? Yeah. He's, the, he's like the I feel like that becomes obnoxious after a while. Like it's kind of cool when it's a really big celebrity that comes on like like suddenly they walk on the stage at SNL and they get like a big thing. Mm. But when it's the same person every episode and that happens, that's a little bit ridiculous. Well, they, they clearly put the applause sign on for his first entrance every time. Was it a real studio? I assume it was an actual studio audience. I think so. Yes, I believe so. Yeah. This is an important question. that's very related. Does anyone know if the big bang theory has an actual live studio audience <laughs> or is that just a laugh track? Um, I feel like, I feel like, uh, shows nowadays are a fake audience i don't think they're real someone was making a point about how like if you take away the laugh track from a lot of shows they become unfunny and someone explained that the yep. reason is because they do time the show to allow the laughter to die down so if you just take away the laughter uh, it'd be weird but if you cut out like that awkward waiting period which people have done this they've actually taken shows removed the laughter and then they become stupid um uh, but I think it's different when you actually have real people laughing at a joke versus just some track that you play. So anyway, I thought yeah. it was an interesting take on that, but uh, I, mean, I think it good, adds to the show. That's a good point that you never think about when you're just like, oh, who needs a laugh track anymore in these day, this day and age? But like the live audience with like the 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 way that they can every laugh sounds different um it's it's not like the big bang theory where it's like hey it's the same fake laugh every single <laughs> terrible joke um we clearly don't enjoy that show here um uh, apparently there actually is a live studio audience i don't know oh, if i believe that i don't um, know if whatever I anyway that's very 90s isn't it sorry i'll let you get back on track there. well i mean multi-camera sitcoms i was like the bread and butter of the late 80s or the so eight, anytime i can trash that show i'm gonna take the opportunity i don't care what podcast <laughs> I, and i fully support it uh community 60s, it, so. oh 
please don't. <laughs> it's one of those shows where if you put it on in the background. What happens is you can't you, hear the dialogue and you hear a laugh track every four seconds. <laughs> so, uh, uh, what's worse is that there's 12 seasons of very oh. uh, unintelligible comedy. If you could even call it that. Um, they essentially just take a Wikipedia page, turn it into an episode with, with, oh, and, and the, 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 uh, the conceit of the show is that nerds are not cool. Uh, and it is okay to laugh at them for their strange and socially awkward ways for 12 yeah. seasons. And I will say oh, that, um, this show did go, this show we're talking about now, family matters went real hard on the toxic nerd stereotype, but real hard. True. True. Uh, but at the same time, it, it wasn't like, it's not the big bang theory. <laughs> yeah. And it's not like nerd as much as sort of dweeb. If there's really a <laughs> difference a, or a defined line, I think there is though, because you know, nerds are kind of cool now, you know, they're in, yeah, but they weren't then. It was still like uh, weird science, and um, they just don't yet yeah, dress like that. That's the thing. Steve Urkel, yeah, it's over uh, the top. But Steve had a car. I know. Oh, I love that car. I want one. Uh, it's so. I thought it was a Peel P fifty at first, but it's it's actually a BMW. Lisa Seta 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 Seta. And the peel was smaller. It had a side door on some models, a front door on the other. But yeah, it was technically different. So, you know, Steve Urkel drove a 1960 BMW. Um, I didn't realize how, how like, his car shows up uh, in uh, multiple episodes, including the first one where he asks Carl to teach him how to drive. Entitled Driving Carl Crazy. Uh (laughs) 90s pun. Can I, can I just ask, did Steve have like a bad home life? Is that why he was always over at the Winslow's? It's a good question. I feel like there's, we need a gritty reboot and it deals with like gang violence. And like <laughs> I'm just saying it is Chicago. I'm just, I, they're, they're, they're due for it. I'm just saying everything needs a gritty reboot. Or it's just, I, I just assumed his parents were working all the time. That's why he was uh, always over at the, the Winslow's. That could be latchkey kid kind of thing and then he you know it basically becomes like that guy from that netflix series everyone likes called you has anyone oh i've never seen it but i've heard of it like a creepy stalker guy because he was stalking laura at the um like he was just waiting outside the mall for her to 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 exit was that not creepy to anyone else yeah it's like it's pretty it's pretty toxic like if we if we if we pulled out the laugh track and replace it with like like a slasher movie. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Hi, I stalked you to the shopping mall, <laughs> and his it, car was like I know it was just for the TV show, but his car is like fifteen feet away, and then he sees her and he just turns on pulls and pulls up. up. <laughs> <laughs> like this is creepy. Um, also, uh, I was reading up on the car. Uh, it goes supersonic, like it it can hit speed speeds above Mach one. <laughs> Which I feel is dangerous if you're driving. I I, I, <laughs> I don't know if you've reached that that episode yet uh, on your watch through, but um, I I'm curious to go <laughs> to to keep going forward and see if I can I, find I, it. Oh boy! Uh, but so Steve runs into Laura, who was um helping was it get toys for needy children at the mall. Or something, something that I recall that she was doing some sort of nice charity for uh, yeah. people. And then she picked up her presence that she had on layaway. Um, and Steve insists on taking her home because it's starting to snow, uh, which I feel like driving a three wheel car uh, <laughs> of that size and <laughs> in weight. Chicago in Chicago winter. Yeah, yeah. It's probably not ideal. Uh, she would be safer just waiting for the bus. Um, but he he's being pushy. He pulls the bag and trips and falls and breaks uh, a Christmas present for her mom, which was some sort of vase. Crystal vase. Crystal mm-hmm. vase. She's buying a crystal vase for her mom. Steve trips uh, and the bag breaks his fall and he breaks the vase. Um, <laughs> yeah. Can his exp- line was funny. He's like something along the lines of the bag broke my fall and I broke the bag. Or something. Yeah, that was pretty good. <laughs> Um, 
The question I have, and I'm not actually able to answer this. I suppose I could just Google it is what is the actual difference between crystal and glass? I don't really, is there a difference? Well, crystal is glass. <laughs> I just, just, I think it's like a, a structure thing. Um, like oh, I see. The, the molecular, the mo- molecular, molecular structure, structure is crystalline. Mm, science. <laughs> yes. Well, I, I did study to be an engineer once. <clears throat> okay, put on uh, some high waters and suspenders and obnoxiously large glasses now. I mean, uh, <laughs> if, if I had been prepared, uh, that would have been my outfit. But no, I'm just wearing... Uh, a cheesy Christmas sweater, which is a good time to remember to remind our audio listeners that you could watch us at uh, naming90s.com slash YouTube and see all of our wonderful guests and all of my crazy Christmas sweaters. Yes, you can watch me make no effort. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> You're wearing hey, red. Know, listen, I roll. I've worn the sweatshirt last year. The problem with my yeah, sh- recording shed being in nice. the backyard is that I just like roll out of the house and whatever I'm wearing because it's 30 feet away. Whereas uh, for these Christmas episodes, I'm wearing red and green hats instead of my usual blue. I should have done a wreath. Anyway, whatever. Um, yeah, a wreath would have been a good idea. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah, last year you had Christmas lights. I know the, the reason I didn't put them up is because we're still recording uh, pre pre holiday episodes, but I did see a, a graphic on the internet the other day. that was funny. It was like, just so everyone's aware. And it was like all of November was highlighted and it said Christmas. And then there were three days around Thanksgiving that said Thanksgiving. And then all of December was highlighted as Christmas. <laughs> and I think I agree with that. which now that I'm thinking about it, we forgot to ask uh, Shalina if she had any holiday memories she wanted to share. Oh, whoops. Oh, sure. Um, well, a, a tradition I have, um, me and my sister, we watch Christmas movies on Christmas Eve. Like we stay up and watch. And then we um, open up one gift on the 24th. Nice. So, we, we yeah, we still do that to this day. Do you <laughs> have... Do you have a specific Christmas movie that you like to watch? Oh, yeah. A Christmas Story. Nice. Favorite. Classic. You'll shoot your eye out. Yeah. <laughs> um, and any Home Alone uh, I, ones. Do you have thoughts on the new one coming to Disney Plus? Or I guess it's out at this point uh, when our listeners are listening, but uh, it's coming out November here. Um, oh, is that the one? They're British, right? A British yeah, I, I think, yes, they seem British, but have an uncle that's just um, the a, a, a U.S. guy. Okay. <laughs> a U.S. guy. <laughs> a very, yeah, very, I, very American accent. <laughs> Pete Holmes, that's who it was. Yeah. Okay, okay. I'm looking forward to it. The trailer looks pretty interesting. Usually Andrew's the one of us that's like, oh, reboots are, uh, no, nah, but he's on board for it. Yeah, well, um, I said something really positive about it, and I was kind of, I surprised myself. Like, I was waiting for him to just trash it, because I was like, like, it looks okay, but they're, they've they've used every single line from the original and uh, in, like the, to, in, in the trailer. I like to be uh, unpredictable. I like. uh, uh, but, yeah. Uh, I, I assume that it was just trying to stoke the nostalgia and it'll be its own movie, but I was, I was just like, the mom said that in the first movie and Kevin <laughs> said that every, or like every line the kid said it was verbatim from the first movie. Okay, but I that's just like me. it then. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. No, I, you, I, I, I'm going to give it a chance. Just, I, I was kind of, I was a little put off personally. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I've taken over the discussion to trash a movie we've not seen yet. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, <laughs> okay. So, uh, back to the episode, um, Urkel broke, uh, broke his fall with the vase. And, um, Laura, Laura is understandably, I would say understandably upset at him. And then he's just like, Oh, acting like an injured, like a, like someone kicked a puppy or something. Well, like he didn't ask her permission to grab her shit. Like don't grab people's <laughs> shit without their permission. Sorry. I'm just saying, or like <laughs> offer to re- help get it replaced since it's like, is it Christmas Eve at that point? Or, um, like, he just I don't think I make that clear. She just he just smashed all of their Christmas presents. Yeah. Um he's just <laughs> I, I'm I'm lost. Yeah, it's it's 
I mean, obviously it's a plot device, but still, I feel like he should have been apologizing. I was annoyed that he didn't apologize. Honestly, like, yeah. oh, I'm glad you're okay. No. no, it's like, oh, I'm glad you're okay. Like he fell, he tripped. Like he's going to be fine unless one of the shards of crystal, like cuts one of his major arteries. Well, he like, might. Did he say sorry? I don't recall. I don't think he said sorry. Oh, I don't think he said it either. He was just like. He did. He did the the joke line about that you brought up. That he's like, uh, the he, he was waiting for her to say something. Like he didn't. He didn't apologize because if he apologized, it'd be hard for her to be like a total. Um, you uh, know, she wouldn't have acted like she acted. I think which, eventually he kind of showed some remorse, but it was just like I would immediately be like, "Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry." Like that. This is let me, mm-hmm. yeah. let me do something. You know. Yeah. Or yeah. Let's find a way to fix this. Yeah. Um, this is the the hero of our story, uh, <laughs> yeah. but yeah. So she eventually tells him off, like in a way that is mean, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, Super mean. So mean. Her words a, cut me. Really? Okay. Like, uh, you you didn't feel it was justified in in, in that course. Of, I mean, I get you're angry, but you still don't like. I mean, I guess just, they, just, they're neighbors. They've known each other a long time. Yeah. Like, it's it's fine if you're angry, but my thing is, like, don't... Forgive and forget. Don't commute. No, no, not forgive. Well, okay. yeah, forgive. But, like, don't communicate with someone when you're really, really angry. Just scroll right. off of it and then go approach them. But the thing I true. do, at the same time, I do agree with, and this is probably getting a little bit too deep for this show, but it's like he's just forcing himself into their lives. And like, it's very clear that they're not super into him being around, but he's like, Hey, it's me again. And obviously that gets more into like his weird obsession with, with With Laura, which is like a little aggressive and creepy nowadays anyway. I Um, mean, but it's like, he just like literally forces himself upon this family and like, despite all of their objections, they can't get him to go away. That seems a little bit like I would be pissed too. Like, After a like, while, I'd be like, please leave. Like daily, uh, someone comes over and like that you're not interested in and you ask to to make out with them. Uh, I feel like that's a little little wrong. Just when that's, later, that's like yeah, it is. when it she is. was playing Urkel, I'm going to go into that a little bit. She was like, finally, he said Laura and she's like, all right, breaking him down. It's like, oh, yeah. gosh, that's not ideal. Um, <laughs> and so. uh I mean, th- this was a '90s trope, like a or late '80s, early '90s sitcom trope, where there was the next door neighbor that always would just like come in and be be annoying, yeah. and the parents wouldn't like them, and but um, the there Kimmy was, Gibbler, the there was Steve nary Urkel. a fat suit nor a homophobic joke in this episode, so I felt like that was real positive for the '90s. Fair. <laughs> Ever, oh my gosh, I mean, is that is that a common thing in this oh, show? I, not no, just, in the nineties no, in general. Nineties yeah. oh, yeah. comedy, yeah, yeah, a lot sure. of fat suits, a lot of a lot of gay jokes. Unfortunately, yeah. yeah. Although, yeah. like this show, they had the what? Um, what was Steve Urkel's alter ego when he would like? Was it like Stefan? Stefan Urkel. Yeah, it was Stefan Urkel, I believe. You would like take a potion, and it would like Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde him into being anti nerd and very very suave and cool. Um, I still think Suave Urkel would have been the way to it. Was that what they called it? Stefan Urkel. Okay. Sorry. Ur- this has again gone down a path that uh, <laughs> it was not intended. Right. So uh, then once uh, Steve is brokenhearted and drives off, uh, it becomes a yet another wonderful life parody. Uh, this seems to be a common trope in Christmas episodes that we watch. Um, it, it, this is the first one we've encountered this season or this this season of specials, but last year we had like two or three shows just ripping off. It's a wonderful life, um, which was playing in the background. So mm-hmm. fair enough. Um, a guardian angel comes down and talks to Laura. Uh, his name is Tyrone P Jackson. And he, uh, <laughs> I like the line. He's like, I haven't got my wings yet. And I play the keyboard. When, yeah. I laughed at that. Yes, yeah. yeah. Cause she's like, where's your harp? <laughs> yeah. He's like, no, I play the keyboard. <laughs> um, I, I, I want to say something controversial as I always do. Um, <laughs> Brandon rolls his eyes. <laughs> I believe that it's a wonderful life should be stricken from the record. <laughs> Not because of the quality of that movie. Nothing about that. But I, I wish that people who made shows were unaware of that movie so they would stop 
doing Christmas specials that somehow parody it. Like I think mm-hmm. it, it cheapens the overall, the initial movie. Well, it's kind I'm of their, it's the Christmas gift to the writer's room like, because they're knock like, it off. we don't have to try. Uh, exactly. To- That's like when they reach into the hat and say, add a monkey. That's the same thing. <laughs> like, okay, we're out of ideas. What next? Let's reach into the hat and it's a monkey. Okay. <laughs> That's a later nineties trope. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So or actually, again, no, that's a mid nineties trope. <laughs> Nothing um, against the actual movie, but like, just stop doing specials or parodies. My goodness. They, yeah. Come up with something original. Exactly. Uh, um, uh, speaking of being an original, uh, another joke that he, he said, uh, we're watching ABC, which is the channel that the, that, Oh yeah. I didn't that. Is on, uh, but he called it the angel broadcasting channel. So, um, yeah, I, it, it might, <laughs> might not translate outside of the States. Um, so he shows Laura a version of herself uh, where she is the Urkel and uh, Urkel is uh, her and her family. Um, and to me, it was creepy to see Mr. Winslow be Steve's dad. And, and <laughs> yeah, like, it was a little, a little odd. Love, love him as a son. Um, Laura Urkel busts in at one point. Uh, does the whole Steve routine? She did a good job, like yeah. acting wise. Absolutely, she oh, yeah. was great. Uh, and the voice was spot on as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I can't. I couldn't tell. Like, was was Laura Laura Urkel um, attractive or not? Was did they, did they play mm. down enough of the of her her innate? Um, beauty to to be nerdy urkel because they they do a great job with with uh julio as as um steve urkel where you're like oh, he's, he's like a nerdy like the 90s oh he's not like really i'm not really into that um but <laughs> um, i'm not sure this is going uh <laughs> i thought i don't know i thought it was kind of honestly a little awkward how they had her dressed. It was like, and I don't want to get too into this, but like with the suspenders, cause kind of like pushing everything together up top. And then she was doing a lot yeah. of like weird, like kind of motions. And I was like, this is kind of yeah. creeping me out. She, 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 yeah. was doing all, she was doing a lot of chest thrusts, uh, <laughs> <Yes>. yeah. which, <laughs> I like, I, uh, which I guess Steve does, but it is a very different anatomy. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, yeah um and like then, i was getting a little uncomfortable honestly yeah it was too much of it yeah yeah <laughs> oh the giant gingerbread house was in the the dream seg or the well yeah Urkel segment i forgot about that i said it was earlier in the episode oh yeah um she she has the i'm wearing you down line oh uh, uh, yeah that's cause bad because um steve calls her laura instead of uh something about being a dog-faced person yeah uh, i was like okay that's a i missed that Mm. oh yeah she's like that's that's where the i'm wearing you down line is is from she's like oh you called me by my name instead of some horrendous insult this time it's like oof um and uh yes so um i'm just thinking about the table I like your comment. Should three grown men really destroy a table like that? I feel like if three grown men fell onto a table of that size, like it probably would break, but this was clearly one of those like stunt tables and it just shattered into a thousand pieces. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. It was pretty good. Um, so eventually uh, Steve um, tells Laura off in the same way that Laura told Steve off. And I'm left wondering why should we feel bad for either version of Urkel? Uh, Shalina, you you s- seemed to empathize with with the the Urkels. Um, I, yeah. I was I'm still on on the of the mind of like you're you're being creepy and inserting yourself <laughs> into these people's lives. They're holiday, no yeah. less. Like I guess I go ahead. Good, no, please go ahead. Oh no, I guess because I haven't watched a lot of like enough of it to have that perspective. So maybe that's where I'm lacking. Well, like, I mean, I I had a friend I grew up next to and like, I would always just go over to their house and just hang out. Like I didn't really have to ask permission to go in, but if it was around the holidays, I was kind of like, 
Ooh, is it okay? Do you have family over? I wasn't just like, hey guys. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Uh, and we get it. They're, they're neighbors. And I, I would say friends, even though no one seems to like Steve at all. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, there's no logical reason why they would keep letting him in. Like what if they just locked the door? Like, <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, I, I assume he had a key at some point, like he, or he knows where their key. He's like the nosy neighbor that knows where your hide a key is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, he's he's consistently making inappropriate comments and advances. Uh, yeah, and, it's too much. Uh, so Laura learns her lesson. I, what lesson it is, I don't know. She should be nicer to Steve. Um, again, I feel like that is a strange lesson to learn. Uh, but it's the '90s. It's Christmas. You should be nice to people. Yeah. Um, around the holidays, I think that's the time to. Be, well, I mean, you should always be nice, but I feel like people are nicer generally, except in retail settings. Then no. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I'm just assuming Steve has like some sort of terrible home life uh, while like Laura invites him over to spend Christmas Eve with them. And it's like. Who? I, who? <laughs> who? Why? why yes. If you're if your family is next door <laughs> celebrating Christmas Eve. Why would you go next door and, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, and I was basically like, I'm going to enable him. Oh, good. Well, they, they do. They do have a talk in the kitchen about, uh, her being nicer to him, which is uh, one of the most awkward things in the episode. I feel yeah, like cause Steve's like, Ooh, I'm, you love me or you're having a nervous breakdown. Uh, and, um, those are the two extremes. So, what what is it did she have a nervous breakdown or did 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 everything happen and she's just she loves him as if there's no in between like i just don't want to be a dick i mean honestly that's kind of where she's at yeah um also so they andrew brought up the um before we started there was a he he was he thought the random bursting into singing uh around the tree was strange i just oh, think as yeah as oh, come an all you actor or actress, like just having to, they're like, okay. And this is the part where you just randomly start singing with no, like nothing to cue it whatsoever. Just start singing. And that's, it always feels awkward to me, you know, and I can't imagine being in, in that, like having to do that, you know, but I'm also not a performer in any way, shape or form. Well, I mean, I feel like a lot of these people are like, like staged actors and uh, like they had a lot of formal training for singing and stuff like that. But so it's one of those things where you imagine if you were just like, let's just say you were at Christmas Eve uh -huh. and like your aunt just walked in and just started <laughs> busting into that song. And we'd be like, what the hell? Like you, what's wrong with you? You wouldn't join along and, <laughs> yeah. and uh, stand perfectly as if there was a camera watching you. I would honestly pretend to get a phone call or text and be like, oh, <laughs> that's, that's uh, me. Also, there is the point where the the star wouldn't come on, and I was I was like, Ooh. I swear to God, if the 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 little nephew says every time a star lights up, an angel gets his wings, <laughs> I'm going to lose my shit. Did he actually say that? He did no. not. He did oh, not. Thank goodness. Uh, but I don't understand. Like, did did uh, Tyrone at some point say? Uh, when a star lights, I get my he wings. Did. He did say he, that. Yes, yeah. Okay, I missed that part because I was just like. What, why are they focusing on the star? Isn't it a bell? Um, <laughs> I guess Maybe I, they would have gotten sued for that or like yeah. copyright. Oh, yeah. The other thing that's yeah. a problem with that whenever they have the little kid do it is because in the movie, it's a wonderful life. Like that's the original line. Teacher right? says every time a bell rings, an angel gets his, gets wings. his wings. But now it's yeah. like what like four year old has watched it's a wonderful life or did they just originally come up with that on their own it just doesn't make any sense uh, or what teacher is telling uh kids in the 90s that angels get wings when stars turn on i think that still happens at this point as they tried to like oh well let's not go into that and then uh it ends um on the christmas card ending where it's like happy holidays from uh, the family matters team and uh which we watched dinosaurs for the first episode of this year of our christmas specials um and they also were on a a abc and i think it was around this time they also had the same like 
graphic with a card and uh, yeah, Merry Christmas ho- from yeah. the di- dinosaurs crew or the Winslows. <laughs> yeah. Um, which I thought was interesting. If we focused more on, on the ABC sitcoms, I wonder if we would see more of those, uh, great seasons, greetings cards. Maybe. Um, yeah. My so, favorite thing about this episode. Yes. Was the duration, which was 22 minutes. <laughs> Sometimes some of these really cringy holiday specials go on for way too long. And this one was digestible, you know? It was not Beverly Hills 90210 length doing the same thing. Um, uh, any final thoughts on this episode? Um, now that I think of it, it does kind of feel like a ripoff of It's a Wonderful Life. like a Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, the way that, um, like, when Laura comes back as herself and is like, oh, now I know how Steve feels. I'm like, mm-hmm. do you really? <laughs> I felt Because in the from- next episodes, you're still mean to him. <laughs> That's a fair point. Well, uh, like, 90 sitcom rules, everything resets, right? Yeah. yeah. episodes. What if they just took Steve Urkel? I want to make an entire parody where I just take an episode and like blur out Steve Urkel and then just like somehow make him into the embodiment of the big bang theory and just watch people be really mean to him. Oh. Cause that's what I imagine. <laughs> that's what I want to do to that show. Just tying it back in the big bang theory. Yes. Not, not family matters. Now family matters on point. Uh, it's, it, it's a classic. Um, and so I guess that's it for this holiday edition of Navy nineties. Tune in tomorrow for uh, another Day nine, I believe. Day nine. Our, uh, 12 days of Christmas specials. Thank you to Shalina of everything 90s for coming on. Can you let our listeners know where to find you? Yes. So you could connect with me on Instagram at everything 90s podcast. The 90s is a numerical, an S. And my podcast, everything 90s podcast, is on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor. Anywhere great podcasts are found. Yes, exactly. We always go through a whole list, exhaustive list as well. Just just for fun. Uh, and as always, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Namey Nineties with a nine zero S, or find our personal accounts at B Schwitty and at Namey Andrew, and tell us what you want us to talk about on future episodes. If you'd like uh, to support the show, please check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash Namely Nineties, also with a nine zero S. And finally, you can contact us through our website, namelynineties.com. Please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Did I Do That, Deezer, TuneIn, <laughs> iHearts, and wherever you get your podcasts from. I'm Brandon. That's Andrew, thank you so much. One final time to Shalina of Everything 90s. Go check out her stuff. And we will catch you tomorrow for day nine of our 12 days of Christmas specials. That was amazing. Wow. (laughs) Thank you again for... I need you. I need you to I need to hire you to do my outros, Brandon. <laughs>